CabanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. All right, I guess this is podcast number two. So, assuming Carrie Dan didn't chop off the part where we just like made up all of our crazy shenanigans stories, I guess we lied. <laughs> All right, Brian David Marshall, Michael J. Flores. We're doing our journey into Nick's review, and this is Topic Magic, and we're talking about green cards and journey into Nick's. And uh, we're going to start with Basara Tower Archer. That's a cool name. GG for a 2-1. GG, that's a nice... Yeah. You know, if you're going to build a green devotion deck, GG is pretty sweet. Uh, Human Archer, and it has Hexproof and Reach. Unplayable. Unplayable. I mean... Hexproof. It's a one toughness. Okay. What are you going to do with it? Block? How about I put some auras on it? If I'm just going to put some auras on something, I would just much rather put auras on way better cards than this. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather get this going sooner than Witch Stalker or whatever that card is that people are I mean, already playing in their Hexproof decks? I think this card is very playable. So you're going to play this and then Madcap skills it? Whatever. Our yes. bar for cards now is if you put Madcap skills on it, it's good. Well, it's, I'm, I'm, Hexproof is a big deal. It has one toughness and no combat. It has no combat uh, special specialities, right? So for cards like this to be good, I think you have... Like Elvish Archers is like better than this card probably because at least it fights. Sure. Like this guy loses a fight. I mean, draws a fight, whatever, with a Llanowar Elf. Sure. You need, you need to put buff on it. Yeah, I mean, I see this going into, like, a Hexproof Auras deck. At GG? At GG. So you're going to go GG this guy and then, like, Armadillo Cloak? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not really unplayable. It's just, like... Yeah, I, it's, it's actually awesome against Ponderous Blue decks, kind of. I mean, I guarantee you... You guarantee this, me. I guarantee you that this card is going to get played in standard. All right. Keep it, then. I, I I'm reversing my unplayable to simply unplayable. It's not unplayable. I mean, I was... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this card. I mean, it's... I mean, Hexproof it's just is... just like a number of times you draw this card and there's just... Like, uh, a 2-1. Yeah, but people play Slippery Boggle. Like, they play, like... Like, he's really just like... Man, people are doing a lot of weed on this card. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, Colossal Heroics. This is another Strive card. 2G for an instant... Any number of target creatures each get plus two, plus two, until end of turn, untap those creatures. And then Strive is green one. It's an instant? It's an instant. So that's combat trickery for like For five, five mana, or seven. you get to untap two creatures and give them both plus two, plus two. I, I see myself losing to this in limited because I didn't play around it. Sure. Yeah. Do you see this playing constructed? Ever? God, no. Okay. Consigned to Dust. Uh, destroy any number of target artifacts and or enchantments 2G instant and then another 2G to strive I, I don't like this card it's only destroy and it's awfully expensive right if you're going to play a card like this it's at least got to be crows and grip right right and like this thing is just no crows and grip I mean for 6 you can destroy 2 things it's just destroy right yeah. like, if you just like imagine yourself like in a situation where you want to destroy 2 enchantments you're always up against something along the lines of a of a replenish yeah and you'd rather I think I'd play unravel the ether to yeah. deal with gods you'd rather play exile whatever the, whichever can, one of the exiles in standard I could see maybe playing this against decks with detention sphere but that's kind of cute that's a lot of mana to not like if you're investing oh, this much mana you are definitely getting demolished by a dissolve. Can you can you imagine though hitting two detention your opponent's two detention spheres? Like end of turn six mana hit two detention spheres? You're talking me into this card. The problem is anybody who you're investing six mana to get their detention spheres, they're investing six mana to Sphinx's Revelation. Yeah. This is not gonna be good enough. No. <laughs> How about desecration plan? Did you like that girl who's like stretching in front of me? <laughs> With the yoga pants. <laughs> Yes, on the corner of Waverly and Gay. Uh, Desecration Plague. Destroy target enchantment or land. 3G. Sorcery. So this is like the like green a, demolish? Yes. I mean, demolish I'll play. Green's actually better than red for things like this. Would you, you, can would you play it this? Would you see yourself? I've, I don't think I've ever played a demolish. I have certainly lost to a demolish many times. Sure. Would you play this in block? I don't know. Rolling Soil was like, what's the name of it? Roiling Soil? Sure. Was like the best card in block. I mean, I guess it did a lot more than that, but. Yeah. 
Uh, Dictate of Karametra. Sorry, you, you're not going to keep it. I'm not going to keep it. Okay. Dictate of Karametra. 3GG enchantment. Flash. Whenever a player taps a land for mana, that player adds one mana to his or her mana pool of any type that land produces. any player? It's, yeah, it's all players. I mean, obviously this card stinks, and it'll probably win a Pro Tour, so keep it. <laughs> I mean, again, if we were going to do something with our, like, bearer of the heavens that we've kept... So, like, all right. it's going to be like, do this at the end of the turn, flash in bearer of the heavens. This is so much work. So I... I didn't think big enough, like, in Kamigawa block when people were playing Harpy to Spring in Fair Decks. So that playing Harpy to Spring in Unfair Decks, I can figure... I, I, it's a combo deck, right? So right. you set them up, and even if you give them a turn with mana, well, the worst thing you do is play a dragon, right? Right. But then, like, you're going to do something absurd. So when you play Harpy to Spring in Fair Decks, like, they just, like, all right, I play a dragon. You're like, all right, I play, like, uh... Myojin's way the heck more dominating than a sure. dragon. Like, I don't know. This is a format that doesn't have a Farseek. So, right. you know, you're going to play this, and they're going to maybe play a big turn. you got to take advantage of something like 12 mana the next turn in order to, to big a payoff on this. So, At least 10. So the, a Bear of the Heavens is not going to do it, right? No, but what I think might do it is Eidolana Blossoms. So, you're going to go Eidolana Blossoms, Constellation, draw a card, play some more enchantments, draw some more cards? I don't think so. That's not board-dominating enough for gives somebody double mana, I don't think. I think you need to do something absurd on your own tab. So the, the other thing I was thinking about is with Dictator Karametra, I could go, like, turn four, Prophet of Crufix, right? Like, yeah. some elf, some rampant growth, whatever, yep. right? Prophet of Crufix. Untap. Oh, yeah. Right? Go. Untap. Straight next turning it. Flash this guy in at the end of their turn. Yep. Untap. Play, like, Colossus. Like, Colossus of Athos. Just, like... You're go, just going so big. Just going huge. And then go on their turn on tap and, like, monstrous it or something. Yeah, that's, like, a lot of work. I think that's probably... That's the kind of thing where, like, somebody will play it at Pro Tour, and then it will get some flashy matches on camera, but it's not actually going to be good enough for top. I, I, I think what's more likely is going to happen is something like an Idol on a Blossom. And then did it just trish you? We, where they, yeah, it's just going to be, like, all, all my lands, and, you know, I untap, I have 12 mana, I have an Idol on a Blossoms in play already, I drew a card from this coming into play at the end of the turn... For right, my, so, car, my dictator Karametra coming to play. And then I just, like, constellation you to death. So, but here's the thing that I don't like about this. It's like, say you're playing this, it's been block, right? Okay? Yeah. Like, this is not a real standard strategy. Sure. So this sure. is a block strategy. You got these cards in your hand, right? And your opponent just plays, like, blue and red lands. Or just red lands, even, to begin with. Sure. And he's just, like, going, dirtle, dirtle, dirtle. And you're going, dirtle, dirtle, dirtle. Turn five, and he's, like, four or five untapped lands. Are you honestly going to play this? Maybe. He's just going to kill you if you do that. Maybe. Right? He's going to riddle your face. He's going to, like, draw a bunch of cards. A green card's just... You have to You, you have to put to, the dagger into his jugular. You also get to pick your spot, right? So, like, he taps to do something. You're like, okay. Dictator Karametra. Untap. You draw a card again. Yeah. We're assuming we have an Eidolon. And then you're just like, three mana, World Wake Giant. Uh, minus one, minus one to everything. Draw a card. And then play, you know, tap two mana. Play another I, I've guy. got no beef with you if you're playing against mid-range fair decks that are not absurdly fast. First of all, I think in block, I think one of the most popular decks is just going to be like Tormented Hero, a bunch of Bestows, Hero's Downfall, and like Herald of Torment, call it a day, okay? Right. And that deck's probably, I mean, it's got Thoughtseize, right? Yeah. I mean, that deck's... Yeah, yeah. But you want to pick a deck that's going to be... It's got gnarled Scarhide, too. It's got the... Uh, gnarled Scarhide's insane, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick it right now without any testing his format. I'm going to pick a deck to play in the Pro Tour. That's the one. It's probably insane. You could probably just play, like, 24 lands, eight, eight temples, and just, like, always have a great draw, play exactly enough lands to hit my bestows. Like white-blue heroic could also be really good. Same, Yeah, because it's blocked, Same right? lines, yeah. But, like, I mean... If you're, if you're going to just, like... If you're playing a deck that, like, your plan is to dirtle this thing on turn five... You're just dead by the time you get there. They're just like, tormented hero, attack, attack, attack. And then they're like, it's turn four. And you're like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to dictate you. And they're like, thought seize. You're like, oh, man. Got me again with your 2-1 on the first turn. Second turn, pain seer. Like, <laughs> how are you ever going to be? They have the second turn, pain seer. Are you really going to play this? Let's just make sure you always have enough fuel. I think the card... You, do you not think the card's going to get played? Do we, do we want to... It's definitely it? going to get played. I'm just saying, like... I'm, I, 
I don't know. I think it's the kind of card like Sway the Stars, where it gets some flashy matches on camera. All right. And it's not actually win. It's sure. not actually winning the Pro sure, Tour, sure. right? It's like just. Actually, Wade the Stars made it pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the top four. <laughs> it excelled in a small sample size yeah, of like, one weekend. Wait, it's uh, single elimination play. Idolana <laughs> uh, Blossoms, obviously uh, a Nyx. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, this card's, Might be I the think, best constellation. I think, I think it's one of the best cards in the set. Uh, I mean, like, four mana for a two assuming, two. assuming that you can make Constellation do something for you. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's a, a given, right? You're not going to play. You could have played in many formats like a four-four for more, more or less a four-four for four or five that drew a card. People sure. didn't do that. Basically, the same mana cost for half the size. You better be doing something busto. Sure, I'm going to try. I mean, you could replenish that guy, right? If you replenish that guy, yeah. I mean, don't you just like draw like six cards if you replenish that? Yes, draw a lot. Yes, this is a playable card then. Uh, Font of Fertility green for an enchantment and then it has one green sacrifice font of fertility search your library for basic land put it into battlefield tap and shuffle your library oh there's that far seek for me yeah so this, highly I mean, playable cards uh, I, yeah I think and again this is a far seek that triggers constellation is this a fixed far seek right it's one more mana than a far seek it is one more mana than but a far seek but it's also delayed blast mana yeah and it's also like like you I mean theoretically you, it's like a far like have you ever had your far seek taken out of your hand with like a duress or oh, something. Oh, that just destroys your hand, right? <laughs> you like so keep actually, it, keeping the hand based on that. You know, then... it's actually really interesting, right? So, Rift Bolt is way worse than Lightning Bolt, right? Sure. But it's still a great card. Yes. This is like the Rift Bolt equivalent. Oh, of, I think this card's really good. It's really good. This is the best font, right? Yeah. Yeah. And again, assuming you have other things you want to do with your mana, you can wait on it. You can do it at the end of their turn. Yeah, I like this card quite a bit. Uh, Golden Hind, one green, one G for an Elk, uh, two one. Add green, tap to add green to your mana pool. So this is just substantially worse than Wayfaring Seder, right? Uh, I want, uh, sure. One, is that Voyaging Seder. Voyaging Seder, Which, Wayfaring Seder is which one? The one that... Yeah, that's the Seder Wayfinder. Oh, whatever the hell, yeah. the freaking damn... It's substantially are. better than Seder Wayfinder. Yeah, probably worse than Voyaging Seder, because Voyaging Seder can untap any land. Yeah, so, presumably, you had a land that could tap for G to cast it. I would rather have a 1-2 than a 2-1. Right. This is not going to see play for you? Uh, in, I mean, the bar is, is standard, right? Not blocked. Yeah. Like, it might see play in block because, you know, your, your options are quite limited. You might want to get the pip. Actually, like, I, the more that I think about Fondra Fertility, the more I like it. It gives you a oh, pip yeah, for Nyx. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no on, no on Golden so. Hind? Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to imagine that Golden Hide Ox at 5G for a 5-4 is going to be an Ixnay. Whenever Golden Hide Ox or another champion enters the battlefield under control, target creature must be blocked this turn if able. Yeah, that's there are no garbage. words on there other yeah, than yeah. Constellation that make me want to play this no, card. No, thank you. Uh, Hero's Bane. That sounds like a dangerous spell. It's a Hydra. Just, I'm gonna just, so many I'm, fucking Hydras. I'm just going to put this right out there. Like I was talking to people at the pre-release about this. I'm like, if it says Hydra, it doesn't matter how excited people are about it. I think the the last Hydra to do anything was what Ancient Hydra. I mean, Mist Cutter Hydra uh, is guess, one of the best cards in the format. All right, fine, Mist Cutter Hydra. I mean, like I remember how many people were like, "Man, this card isn't very good." I think like Ben Blywis is like, "You could have played a card like this before." Does this matter? Does this matter? I'm like, didn't like Longo just lose a PTQ because his opponent played main deck Mist Cutter Hydra? You just can't beat that card with some decks. Your opponent's like Elf something Mist Cutter Hydra on turn right, four. So the line is Mist Cutter Hydra. Is this card better or worse than Colonial Hydra was really good. I invested $40 yeah, each I, on them because yeah, Rabbits tricked me. But luckily, at least Huey made top four with that deck. 3GG for a what essentially is a 0 0 that comes enters the battlefield with four plus one plus one counters. And then you can double counters equal It's just the same as Colonial Hydra, but way shittier. Yes. I, I don't think this is constructed playable. Humbler of Mortals. That's an awesome sounding card, too. It's a 5-5 five, five for 6 mana, 4 GG. It's an elemental. Whenever it's Constellation, uh, whenever Humbler of Mortals or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, creatures you control gain trample until end of turn. So a 5-5 five, five for 6, you say? Yeah. That doesn't always have trample. Cor correct. <laughs> wow. Correct. Uh, it's all creatures you control. Gain yeah, trample. who cares? Uh, that means that they were getting blocked. Yeah. Hydra oh, you and your blocking, always getting blocked. Hydra Broodmaster. I, I kind of like this Hydra. card. No, I, played, I played this card at the pre-release. It was really exciting for me. I mean, where's the line, right? This is a six, okay? This is a six. So four GG 
for a Hydra 7.7. This is above the above the curve. It is above the curve, and then it has Monstrosity X. X. Where um, where it's green XX to monstrous. Yeah. And when it becomes monstrous, put X XX green Hydra creature tokens onto the battlefield. So if you monstrous it for three mana. Yeah. You would get one, one, one token. Yeah. If you monstrous it for five mana, you get two, two, two tokens. If you monstrous it for seven mana, you get three, three, three tokens. Wow, is, this is a really powerful card. It actually is really powerful, especially if you're able to do something with Devotion. I was actually thinking, to, like... And able to do something the, with, like, Nykthos. The standard Nyx deck needs a top end, I think, yeah. right? It's like, it's like the, the green standard Nyx deck has, like, a lot of low and medium. I've been playing with uh, just... J6, and then whatever I'm dropping is arbitrary. It's usually Arbor Colossus and um, Polychronos. Polychronos? Yeah. What is it? How do you say it? Polychronos? Uh, Polychronos. Polychronos. Um, Pakulinos. Pakulinos. Yeah. But you know what I've been doing, actually, that's that's been good with that deck more than anything else? Just playing this. You said it much more complimentary to Pakula, like, Pakula knows. But I was saying it much more, like, mocking, like Pakula would say it, like, ah, Pakula knows. So, uh, just the guy who's GG2 for a 3 3, and then you gain life equal to your devotion to green. Oh, sure. That guy's been excellent in this yeah, deck. Yeah, Nylea's disciple. Yeah, I think that's, like, a real deck. And it, this card would be good in it, except for, I don't know how many sixes you actually want. That card mulligans really badly, because, like, uh, four Nicks and four Mutavolts actually surprisingly insane in a mono green deck like I just you have all these hands that you can't cast any cards which is weird because you're green and yeah. you're only one color yeah you're I like, don't know if I, I would play four and four but, but you got, they're like the best cards do you not play them <laughs> maybe just play more lands maybe I think that card is maybe good like you could drop it off of a Garouk yeah I mean if you ever get to nine mana you're making four four fours that's so easy with like yeah it's not it's not hard to do so, I, I think it's an interesting card. I'm going to save it. I think it's a save. I think it's, I mean, it's just so powerful. Like, you just, what if you just played this in Bant Control, right? And you're just like, my top end is this thing instead of, a, instead of an Aetherling. This thing beats an Aetherling in a long game, right? Sure. It's way the hell bigger. Then he just makes a whole bunch of friends. I don't know. They're just going to wrap you. Sure. Yeah, I don't he doesn't, nobody beats I mean, Aetherling. I, I think he's fine. Though. Have you ever beaten an Aetherling that was active? I don't think so. I don't think I have either. Um, Cruffix's Insight. Anything with Cruffix on is probably crappy, but sure. But I decided to poll yeah. online. Like, rank the 15 gods. Like, you open up a god pad. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, 15 gods. Yeah. What are you first picking? What are the last picks? And like... Fassa just, first? Uh, Fassa or Fara or... Like, I mean, it was like the same handful, but like... Erebos is good. Erebos, but like... Consistently. In, inevitably, Cruffix and Karametra were 14 and 15. And usually Cruffix is 15. Which one's Karametra? Oh, the, the green, green white? white. Oh. <laughs> Steve said it was unplayable. You would rather play the, was it Reap the What is Sowed or whatever? Like, <laughs> he's like, in Constructed, I would rather have this three mana giant growth than Karametra. Uh, so Cruffix is Insight. It's just card stinks. Oh my god, it's so bad. Reveal the top six cards of your. I haven't even put it into my blue green commander deck. I have That's one, it's... and I, I so I just gave my blue green commander deck to Finkel, and I was like, oh, I should put it in a crap. No, I don't want to put it in a crap. Yeah. Uh, reveal the top six cards of your library. Put up to three enchantment cards from among them into your hand, and the rest of the revealed cards into your grave. How many cards? Of, how many times have I applied, tried to play some some kind of gift of the Gargadon? <laughs> This card is sweet. But, like, think about that, that green enchantment deck we were talking about. Yeah. This card is sweet. You going to keep it? I think so. I, I mean, are there 20 playable enchantments in the format? Yes. Yeah. That's, a, that's really the question. Okay. So, like, okay, 20 playable enchantments. This thing, what else am I going to do? That's really the question. It's a good card drawing. I mean, gods are enchantments. Yeah, you can't really play gods in this, right? Like, you need to, you need to accumulate pips. So, sure. um... What could I play with? Detention spheres, the white only detention sphere. Uh, oh, interesting. Coin smiths. Uh, you can play some gods, right? So probably play Afara. Actually, Afara is actually a weak god in this strategy. What do you want? You want clearly Karametra. No, you're not playing Karametra. But Heliod actually doesn't work very well in this strategy. But like you could play. What's it? You could play like eight detention spheres. This thing. You have a lot of threes. What are like one and two casting? You can play the rampant growth is is uh, an enchantment at G. Right. Okay. Quantum right. um, fertility. Probably play Corsair of Crufix. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Play Corsair of Crufix. Um, uh, you could also uh, you could also play Idolana Blossoms. 
I think you could. Yeah, it, this is a really weird curve now. Like, you get to turn three Eidolana Blossoms off of your Font of Fertility. And then, like, this is like a reload? Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's just quickly drew 20 playable enchantments you would play together. It's going to be Detention Sphere, other Detention Sphere, or the first eight, right? Yeah. Like, I want to play Underworld Connections, but I don't think it goes in the same. No, okay? I don't think Not, Black Black doesn't go in. Uh, what about enchantment creatures that are good, that are cheap? So, Corsair Corsair Crufix. Crufix. Um, and then also the Rampant Grove. Right, Fonts of Fertility. I only need one more. What right. is it going to be? I don't want the Blossoms. Maybe it's GG. Uh, I, I want to say yes. I mean, we're playing Fonts of Fertility on turn one. We can get to GG. Okay, that's fair. Because we're going to play definitely... Because we're, we're basically playing enchantments instead of planeswalkers in this deck. Right. Okay. So we need to we need to get a we need to get a payoff on this. Sure. I don't think I don't want the blossoms of a payoff. Am I wrong? I don't know. Uh, you know. I mean, there's there's Karametra's, uh, you know, Dictate of Karametra, which lets you get the the mana flare ability, which could be second this deck. Get dictate. The blue dictates Howling Mind. No, no, what's the name of it? Dictate uh, of... Dictate of... Uh, dictate of Crufix. Is there an Opalescence? No. Because if there were, I would choose that one. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to play... It's just going to get... We're playing a Wrath deck, probably. That's why I don't want to play that one. Sure. Um, how about a... Is there a legit card-drawing card? I mean, I guess we're playing a bunch of weird card-drawing already. Yeah. I mean, this deck's still going to play with, like... Sphinx's Revelation, we're going to get blown out, right? Yeah. Are Sphinx's enchantments? Can I play a Sphinx? Wait, is Prognostic Sphinx an enchantment? Prognostic? I don't think so. Is it? If it is, I mean, I, maybe I could play it. No, I don't look it up. Just, okay. um, come on. Come on, readers, listeners, whatever the hell you are. Get me a, get me a playable enchantment here. I'm looking it up. Anyway. All right. I don't think it's an enchantment. No. I was just thinking I had that back then. Yeah. Uh, but the eight... I mean, even eight detention spheres is awkward, right? Sure. It's a lot of three. Yeah. Uh, Come on, another one. Maybe there's more stuff. We'll keep going. All right. I think this is a playable card, though. Okay. Uh, Market Festival, 3G, for an enchant land. Whenever enchanted land is tapped for mana... This controller adds two mana in any combination of colors to his automatically. So it's a more expensive overgrowth. Oh, this is more not really an overgrowth. It's more of like an explosive vegetation, right? Right, it's an explosive vegetation or a double fertile. It's a double fertile. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a playable card. Really? Yeah. Hey, what about in block? It's probably really good in block. Okay. It's an enchantment, right? It is an enchantment. I mean, I'm not one I'm... Straight in the deck? I don't know. If you can make a, a green enough green deck... You don't think that card's good? I think it's fine. It's an explosive I can, vegetation. I can see it being played in block. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the bar. It's not really standard good enough. Yeah. Nature's Panoply. Panoply. Panoply? So, G for an instant. Choose any number of target creatures, put a plus one, plus one counter on each of them. Nature's uh, Panoply costs 2G more to cast each creature, each target beyond the first. Not that exciting. Yeah. Uh, Nessie and Game Warden. 3GG for 4-5. Beast. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, look at the top X cards of your library. X is the number of forests you control. You may reveal a creature card from among them and put it into your hand. So this is actually the Borderland Minotaur. I mean, is this card just like a better 5 than whatever I'm playing in Green Devotion right now? Is, oh, is it better Arbor than Arbor Colossus? No. 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 Okay. no. But it might get you an Arbor Colossus. I mean, you can't only play so many 5s. Yeah. Like, and the answer in my deck right now is three of them. <laughs> I have a fourth Arbor Colossus, so, so... This is this is a no. I think it's a clearly a playable card. I mean, like, I could totally see wanting to play this card someday. Don't Can't you see that? Like, if you have any way to, like, blink... Like, it looks, let's just say blinking was a theme in M15. Well, it's like, based on forests, right? So you might be looking at one card if you're blinking. Well, maybe. I mean, if you're green-blue, I don't know, you might be looking at three cards each time. I don't know. That, that's, that's the... That's the older generation. <laughs> so am I. Yeah, but that's not the generation you look to. I see. Uh, so we'll keep Nessie and Game Warden, but it's loose. Yeah. Oak Heart Like Drive. the older generation. 
Card <laughs> Giants. Jesus Christ. Uh, 2G for a 2 3. Constellation, whenever Ocar Dryads or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, target creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. So this is the shittiest Quirion Dryad of all time. It has Constellation. <laughs> no, thanks. Okay, Ferris Band Thunderhoof. That sounds like a dangerous card. Yeah, this card, actually, this card was really good and limited. I mean, people were playing with it the other day. 4, 4G, It's four, so three, rare four. for a card that starts at 4G, even being yeah. playable. So it's three, but it's a 3-4, which is okay. It's not great, but whenever you put this, play this, cast a spell that targets it, put two plus one plus one counters on Ferris Brand Thunderhoof. Yeah, I'm not for constructive. No. So, I mean, there have been some good 4Gs, right? Intrix, Sompowler, and uh, and Thrag Tusk are both excellent. Intrix, Sompowler was playable and extended. So, yeah. so, Ferris Band Warchief, 3G. Oh, this is like your favorite card, actually. <laughs> I, just, like, I, I remember when I looked at this at the first time, I'm like, oh, you know who would play this in Constructed Deck? Brian David Marshall. I mean, it's no Centaur Chieftain. I was thinking this is exactly Centaur It Chieftain. is not exactly. Do, do, do you remember how sick Centaur Chieftain was? I think that the percentage of the time that Centaur Chieftain went off was higher in your imagination than it no, was in reality. it always went off. All right. I, didn't, I didn't play four of them. Did I? I don't know. I played, that card was so We good. had so much room in our decks because we didn't have Aquamoeba or <laughs> Arrogant Worm. Yeah, None we, of those cards were clogging up our hand. We were a Threshold deck. We weren't a Madness deck. All right, so Ferris Band Warchief. 3G for 3-3 three, three, Vigilance Trample, and then other Centaur creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and have Vigilance and Trample. Are there What playable centaurs are there? Corsair is a Centaur. Corsair is a Centaur. Nessian Corsair is a Centaur. Three. It's a North Mass. The guy who's like... GG2 gain life. He's a centaur, right? He might be. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think he's he a is. centaur. I think you can centaur. I, that's a lot of fours. I, is there like a like one? Is there G for like a one one centaur tap for G? I don't think I would so. take one for a GG centaur tap for colorless. I would take that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like there's just not. Centaurs. I don't see this card. Get, I mean, I think this card will be played in like oh, so, tribal decks and so commander are, decks. Is a minotaur deck a real thing and limited? I tried to at some point because I got a lot of those 2-2 two, two for 2 that can only attack and <laughs> more minotaurs. Sure. I mean it's fine. Is that, like, that card's not very good right? No. It's it's not. The minotaur deck can be fine. It's it's like a nice Like you have land. to get all the minotaurs though right? You, you have to get a fair amount. Right, is this card good? A uh, 4 mana black centaur that mills you and then you could play, like, the double raise dead. Is that a real thing? It's sort of a real thing. That's better in the black-white deck, or... So, like, I got kind of got those cards because nobody else wanted them. There's, like... I mean, I don't know. It just seemed to me that the fast red attack was way better than... Yeah. I, I would, like, try to do my dirtily thing, and then they would just, like, threaten my guy that was a 5-5. Yeah. yeah. Uh... So, Ravenous so just, just looking at the art, do you think this would be a playable card? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it's just not. They just like, who, who drew that? Shame on you, Christopher, Christopher Burchett. Burchett. <laughs> uh, renowned Weaver. Uh, you look at this, does that look like a playable card? I think yes. You do. G for a 1-1. One, one. Okay. And then it has 1G, Sacrifice Renowned Weaver, put a 1-3 one green, one, green spider enchantment creature token with reach onto the battlefield. Um... I think this card might be okay. This is like the mo like if you have it's just like annoying card, right? It is an annoying card, but it's also like it's gonna be a weird like if there's a constellation deck. Yeah. Because it's an enchantment creature, so yeah. it's so it's kind of like this weird Sakura Tribe Elder for enchantments. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. I think this card's not very good. <laughs> you don't think it's possibly playable in a in some sort of like. Constellation deck. I, I, I think it's on this side. Oh, yeah, you gotta go a little go bit that way, and then yeah, if you and then like up, up yeah. four, you have to go up a lot. Make, make a left like here, ten blocks this way, the and then corner. okay, sure, thank you. You're welcome. And then you then you it's walk up blocks. a bunch, and then you walk right. It's okay. quite a bit of a walk, like maybe twenty so minutes. So left and then a left. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What is this like? Basically, the Arachne myth. I like picking what myth it is. Sure. Uh, All right, I, I'm, I'm not going to save it. <laughs> it's poopy. I don't know. You know who would love this? John Becker. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. You might play this limited. Uh, reviving Melody. 2G for a sorcery. Choose one or both. Return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand and or return target enchantment card from your graveyard to your hand. It's like probably an excellent limited card. Yeah. I mean, it's might. this could be a constructed card. I mean, like... 
if, if the Eidolon Blossom, like... Maybe in block, if we put... What about that, like... like you can return two enchantment creatures with this. Like, yeah, like, maybe that, that enchantment drawing thing that we talked about earlier in block is, like, your engine, and then this works with it. I don't know. I could see this being played. I don't... Like, what if you have the centaur that mills you for four, and then he, like, mills some shit, and then well, you the, get Well, actually, back. or you could play the spider. There's the, the Nyx... Uh, the Nyx something spider, or whatever it's called. How big can you get in green in block? What's the biggest shit you could do? I mean, the biggest, I think the biggest thing we can do in green is probably just uh, the Hydra Broodmaster. That's pretty big. It's pretty big. I mean, we can get Pelucanos, but this gets bigger with Monstrous. And... I think, I'm, I'm just saying, like, is there a deck in block that's just green, bigger, 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 bigger? You mean just, like, putting, like, bestow creatures on things? No, I mean, just, like, play a thing, play some ramp, play some more ramp. Play like an eight eight. Play like another eight eight. Well, I mean, we just described it. That we just, you know, described like the dictate of Karametra, Colossus. You could always Colossus. It's ten. You're it's ten. indestructible. You're ten. Ooh, there's our indestructible guy for for our bear. <laughs> next, next, next. Uh, Cedar Grove Dancer. 1G for a 1-1. When it enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. It's like a hunting MOA. Yeah, it's kind of like a hunting MOA, but it's... You wouldn't game with this in, let's say, uh, a hexproof deck? It's a 2-2. Two, two, it's a bear. I guess, now I could put it on my hexproof guy. I really tricked you into thinking this was a good enough card. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, well, I want to like it. Well, on the other hand, it's a grizzly bear sometimes. Yeah, it's a split card. fine. Split card. Oh, it's fine. Uh, yeah, we're not going to save that. So Maybe for a double strike. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I could blink it. What if then we have... <laughs> we have Dictate of Porphyros, and then we're, like, doing double damage with it. That's, well, like, that's like four. What could they be doing back to us? What if I, like, you know, had a Colonian Hydra? Okay, like, a lot of plus one, plus one counters. Uh, so it would be a 3-3. Three, three. So testing Tactics. 1G for an instant. Uh, oh, this, this card's actually... With, we're talking about our green deck. 1G for an instant. Until end of turn, any number of target creatures each get plus one, plus one, and gain tap. This creature fights another target creature. And then the strive cost of this is just G. This is a... It's an instant? Yeah. This is a bloodbath way to happen. It really <laughs> it is. It really is a bloodbath. Don't save it. That means it's limited playable as a bloodbath. No, bath. I think it might be. I mean, this, you, you're going to tell me you couldn't see sideboarding this in in the green mirror? Green mirror? Okay. Like, my... Yeah, I got you. All my, all my stupid It's guys, just a pit fight at the worst, right? But, like... It's better than a pit fight, right? For four mana, you can make three creatures fight three of their creatures. Oh, wait, but it has to tap. Yes. It's not as good as a pit fight, then. No, it's not. But it's like, you get to sit there and, like... I hate losing a pit fight in Constructed so much. Like, for five mana, I mean, five mana, you get to target four cre- Like, it's not unreasonable that you're, you're playing some green deck, some green monsters. They play, like, a dragon. You're like, oh, fight that and do this and kill that guy. And I, I get if, like, three shitty guys fight their dragon. My guys would all die, but their dragon would die. Sure. That's, like, what would happen in real life, right? If somebody <laughs> had a dragon, you're like, all oh, right, hobbits, let's That's a very, flavor- let's, that's let's a very flavorful uh, interpretation. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got Sting. <laughs> Surely Sting will. Oh, my God, did you see that? It's like, you didn't see her from the front. No, I did not. Oh my God! You, you, we should just chase after her. Yeah, that would be that would be an appropriate thing for men of our age and marital statuses to do. I mean, like, if you, I mean, you missed the show. All right, BT Dubs. <laughs> it's like that one time that you missed the show that you wanted to watch, and like there was no DVR back then. Oh, that was the worst. I know. Uh, and also, like, no iPads. You couldn't like watch yeah. it on Hulu or whatever. All right. Speaking of which, I taped the San Antonio game from last night, so don't tell me who won. Okay. I know who won. Tony Parker lit it up. Did you watch the Nets game last night? No, I didn't watch any game last night. Do you think if I had watched a game, I would have watched the Nets game and not the San Antonio game? It was pretty brutal. Well, they They gave up 20. They were down by 26. Came back. Came back, tied it twice, and then Jason Kidd was like, ah, you know, this... I mean, yes, these guys got pulled you back 26 points. Yeah. But, like, he just kept the same squad out there for the entire fourth quarter. And they're 100 years old, right? No, he never brought in. Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce never touched the floor in the fourth quarter. He Two minutes to go. The game is within, like, the game is a three-pointer away. Yeah. And on the last 30 seconds of the game. Pierce is an excellent three-point shooter. It's a three-point, like, they're a three-pointer away. And, like, instead they let Andre Blatch throw throw the ball 
into the backcourt for a backcourt violation. Like, it, it was just, it was ridiculous. Were you cheering for the Nets? I want yeah. the Raptors to win. I want, you know, I, I think I hate the Raptors. Why? I don't know. I just got Oh, bought. I understand. Because <laughs> I forgot. You understand, it's I've not got, the I'm Raptors' all, fault that Ujiri just always picks up. I've, I've, they I'm, offered you. I've got Bargnangsty. Barg that, that's not the Raptors being bad people. That's your management being awful. Yes. All right. When uh, the Spurs beat my guys in the finals, my reaction was, wow, these guys have a really great run team. That's who I should cheer for. My reaction is, fuck that team. Always. I hate... I hate There's, them. How do you, I'm not supportive. I'm not... I'm not nice. Like, I root for people to get injured. That's awful. Yeah. That's what being a sports fan is, Mike. Wishing ill... You cannot... On pro- people and the... Fa- on, on teams you don't like and fans of that team. For even one second, you cannot claim more venom about sports than me, okay? And I'm telling you, LeBron didn't leave you. Nobody made you offer max contracts. <laughs> I can't even, can't even list the names of the people that you gave max contracts. You paid $26 million a year to... I can't even say his name. It's Bargnani. And you wouldn't pay for, for Jeremy Lin. Who is playing well? Go hang out with Matt Wang's dad and talk about this, okay? I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about solidarity of heroes. <laughs> You're the only hey. one who wants to talk about that, by the way. <laughs> the entire planet, nobody else. You know what card we should talk about? Solidarity of heroes. 1G, solidarity of heroes. Uh, choose any number of target creatures. Double the number of plus one, plus one counters on them. So if there's zero, yeah. that's how many it's going to be on them. Yeah. So what is this? A picture of... A Johnny in his green garb, and who's the other guy? That's Elspeth, isn't it? Is it Elspeth? Are they going to date? Like, that looks like, you know, maybe... Does Elspeth not date giant I think, cats? I think she's actually rotating, putting his shoulder... He like Looks like he dislocated his shoulder, yeah. and then she's popping it back in for him. I think she's just like, yo, Johnny, we want to win this fight. Can you be the red version? <laughs> <laughs> you know, gaining 100 life is cool and all, but nobody wins any games that way. Spire Spine, is, we're just going to move along there. Uh, Strength of the Fallen. One G. Oh, that's a cool picture. Enchantment. Whenever Strength of the Fallen or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, target creature gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of creature cards in your graveyard. But it's a constellation card? Yeah. So it's unplayable. So they had a cool picture and a cool idea, and they just made it unplayable. Is this card. unplayable? Like, think about what we were talking about before. And just all enchantment guys? Yeah, all enchantment guys. And then, like, the, you know, we were talking about this card up here. They'll trigger well with Eidolon, maybe. But we were talking about, like, Krufix's Insight. So can we make a deck of Krufix's like, Insight? There's no, there's and, like, no shortage of ways to get a ton of cards no, into but, your graveyard. No, but you need, like, a lot of enchantment guys to, to get payoff on this. So you, like, apparently you just want to play this on turn two? You need guys. Like, actual bodies. Not just cards. And sure. you need a lot of them or you're not getting payoff. That's the thing. The, the trade-off in linear is you, you play weird, semi-weak cards that are awesome together, but in return you get insane payoff, right? right. Like nobody would play Goblin Warchief if there wasn't Goblin Piledriver, sure. if there sure. wasn't Goblin Goon, if there wasn't, you know, Goblin Matron and Goblin Ringleader, right? Like Goblin Ringleader by himself is just a weird, awkward four-mana card that never draws any extra cards. So you put all these other dog shits because, like, you put them together as a powerful deck, okay? But you want to play Constellations, you need payoff. Sure. This thing is just like, was that one awesome? I don't know. I, I just didn't like weird to Lear. <laughs> What's your rating? Uh, like, all caps, Lear. All caps, Lear? Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you when you're not being, like, you know, wagging your head awkwardly. <laughs> Man, I'm, now I'm looking at the darkness over there. Uh, Thanks, dude, for so you nothing. Think, so you're no on Strength of the Fallen? No, it's just, I don't think there's going to be enough payoff. Unless you, you play a deck of all enchantment guys, maybe? But it's not just all enchantment guys. It's also, like, it doesn't care about what type of guys are in your graveyard, right? It's just creature cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you need to get triggers, too, right? The worst thing is you play a card like this, you play it, and you never get a trigger, right? Sure. But you're going you're gonna to get triggers. I mean, we've talked, again, you get this off your, so your Oblivion Ring their guy. Yeah, and you get a trigger. And you get a trigger. If you have guys. Sure. But you're going to play, like, all the mulches. You're going to play Seder, you know, whatever. No, you're not going to play Seder Wayfinder. But you're going to play, like, you're going to play 
This is like in the beginning when there was Mirrodin block, and I tried to make a deck that was like all the cards. I, I tried to make a deck literal. This, this is how stupid I am, okay? Yeah. I tried to make a deck that's, uh, what's it if you have three three artifacts? Three artifacts, what's it? Then you think it's better, like Galvanic Blast, what's the name of it? Metalcraft. Metalcraft. So I tried to make a deck that's Metalcraft and Infect. <laughs> all the linears. You just, you just have a shitty deck, okay? <laughs> so, so you're going to just, if I put you to the test, you're going to say no here. Just don't see it. Okay, that's fine. It's just so conditional. It's fine. Unless you put, is it like an end card? Like I kind of, I see it as an end card. I mean, I, I can see it where you're like, especially again, thinking about that whole like, con if, you, if there's a constellation engine, and you're gonna have like guys in your yard, you're gonna be milling cards, you're gonna be discarding cards, they're gonna kill some stuff, and then you're just like. So you want to keep it? I kind of want to keep, keep it. Keep it. I mean, it's a soft. It's keep. going in the official record as a keep. All it's right. Fine. All right, and then uh, we end on the low note of the swarm horn giant. That's a cool. The art is really cool concept art. Yeah. So it's, it's a 6-6 six, six for 4. It's a 6-6 six, six for 4, but when you're dealt combat damage, sacrifice Swarmborn Giant. Maybe this is sweet again. Like, what if you oh, play you this against Control? It's a 6-6 six, six for 4. They never combat damage you. And then, like, uh, GG4, Monstrosity 2. It's just straight Monstrosity 2. Yeah. As long as Swarmborn Giant is Monstrosity that's not going to matter very much. It could just be 8 for 6. I mean, no, not, it's, yeah, 6 more. Yeah. I think this card's probably pretty good. Really? Would you keep this? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Like, what if you... So you think you think it's possible we're going to see, like, some sideboard and Pro Tour Journey to Nyx I mean, I where play someone's playing this? Hunted Wumpus in Extended, okay? Okay. And I won enough matches to make day two of a Pro Tour playing Hunted Wumpus in Extended, okay? And then one of the reasons you play Hunted Wumpus in Extended is Adrian Sullivan convinced me that a Hunted Wumpus could race a Morphling. It can't. <laughs> because they have treachery. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, also, I played it against Jeff Cunningham, who just got a spirit of the night. And, and was capable of math? So, like, uh, so, I'm like, so, we, me and Toby Walker and Adrian Sullivan are playing this, and I keep beating them playing Survival of the Fittest, and it's just because they're not and, that good by, at Survival of the Fittest. By the way, have you ever heard of people talking about a junk deck, a green, yeah. white, black deck being junk? This is the original This is the junk. actual yeah, deck so, that invented that terminology. So, so like... And I, it was just turned out that I like that they just weren't that good at survival decks, and/or their survival deck wasn't optimized. Like we didn't have a survival deck that could combo kill you on turn four, for example, right? So I'm like, I keep this hand, right? This deck has like a bunch of moxes, so it's like weird, ragged hands that you would have to keep. So I'm just like, all right, hunted Wumpus, and Jeff Cunningham's like, all right, Spirit of the Night. And I'm just like, well. Our fucking survival deck didn't have Spirit of the Night because instead it had like, I don't know, some garbage from, and and what was like the what was the motto back then? Like this is a terrible story. MTG garbage. This is a terrible like, story. Your opponent's playing a survival deck, <laughs> and you just don't think there's gonna be some disgusting you, thing. Okay, when Adrian Sullivan presents me a deck that has haunted Wumpus, the first reaction. What do you think the first reaction I had was? A third of our opponents at the Pro Tour are gonna be playing survival decks. Okay. That's literally my first reaction. So, all right. So, why don't you play test against Toby Walker, who is our survival specialist on our team? So, I just like keep tenoing Toby. Okay. But I'm gonna tell you on the junk deck. I, I was the only person to make day two on our team, which is no surprise, by yeah, the yeah. way. I just found every freaking angle on the buffalo to kill people. I was funeral charming my own guys a lot. I ebony charm my own. <laughs> It's like, I mean, whatever I had to do, okay? Like, I mean, like, Scott Johns was just going to brain burst, and he's just, like, doing, like, like this furiously scribing, like, this match. He's like, wow, what a great win you had. I was like, I was like, Simeon grunts. So I just leave all my mana open so I can Simeon grunts and attack. Like, six mana to attack for three. Any, any idiot who lost to me at that Pro Tour, okay, yeah, great, so... Flag me after she's already walked. Great, thanks. Um, who lost me at that Pro Tour? Just don't never play again. You're just awful. Deck was awful. And I won a bunch of feature matches, too. <laughs> it had Riverbow. I remember I had, like... It, I, I won a match against one of the Sangs, like a feature... Like, won a game, sorry, against one of the Like, a Riverbow or something. And I, my hand was so awful. It was just nothing but Moxes and a Riverbow. And then he just conceded. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. Like, every hand was unkeepable with that deck. So speaking of unkeepable, 
Let's go through the green, green cards. cards. It's just these like, are the green cards we kept. I'm sorry. This story is like I'm just like tra traumatized over how bad this deck. I could have just played Hatred or Tinker. We had Tinker. <laughs> you, you know, you know what it feels like to have Tinker and then just play Junk instead, or Hatred, or like I don't know. You know what deck we had? Tricks. Oh, fucking tricks with actual necropotence in it. That's a good deck. That ended yeah. up being a pretty dominating yeah. deck. So this guy from Canada who was on our team, I can't remember his name, is just like, oh, what about this combo deck? It's got these cards in it and necropotence. And Adrian's like, this seems like a good idea, but we've tested the junk deck and this is coming to us a bit late, okay? <laughs> so I'm just like taking my job at the dojo so serious. Remember, I was like so serious. Like, I have a job. I work on a magic website. Yeah, well, maybe I should just play Magic the Gathering instead. Like, back then I was qualified for everything. Instead of practicing for the Pro Tour, I, like, edited articles and put them up on the internet, right? We had tricks. <laughs> Actual tricks. It's a good deck. I beat someone who was playing Illusion Donate without Necropotence in the first round, actually. Yeah. That guy should be ashamed of himself. He's probably, like, some 16-time Japanese Grand Prix champion. I don't right, remember his right. name. But I, like, beat him in game one. It was a sweetness, right? So he, like, combos me, but I sided in my ebony charms. I'm like, drain you for one, fucker. <laughs> for one. And he had to force of will my drain for one. <laughs> I won that match. He didn't... Because, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, green keeps. Alleged so, keeps. Basara Tower Archer. You don't like this card at all. I think it's hexproof. I think it's cheap. I think we're going to see it. It's going to see... I can see you think that it's playable. It's just... It's so bad if it doesn't have anything with it. It I, loses I to everybody. You're not, not going to play it in a deck that's not playing, like, 20 auras. But the thing is, like, A, you don't always get these... Like, I, I was, like, on a feature match playing for top eight in an open once, right? To mold a five. And I had literally Invisible Stalker, Unflinching Courage, Geist of St. Traft, and I just got raced anyway. I understand. One of the things I like about this yeah. is, assuming you can make the mana work, yep. that... This is cheaper than one of your current options is Witch Stalker, which costs three, and this lets you get online a turn earlier for that hex. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think I think this card's going to see play. But the the hexproof tech people play, or like, what, I don't even know if you want to call it a hexproof tech. It's like, I guess it's just red green, and you're like pitching four four to this. Is that? I don't. I don't know. Fine. You just broke me down. All right, dictative counter metric. You've actually kind of like. You've actually talked me in off this ledge a little bit. Yeah, I don't I like this card. I, I mean, I think it's going to get played. It just, it just doesn't go big enough. Yeah. I, you need to do something really just... It's like... You need to take, like, extra turns after you play the, this. The problem with this card is, like, I don't know how you optimize around it, right? Like, if it's only good against decks that aren't going to kill you before you get it down, right? Or aren't going to get so big that they're, they're just ball-dominant after you've given them a bunch of free mana... Is it coming in out of the sideboard? If that's the case, you don't have enough room to make a good deck. Right. So you just have to gamble that what you're doing main deck is better than a deck with, I don't know, a Dissolve or a Thought Seize. Or, like, I just can't imagine this kind of deck, like, consistently performing against somebody who's going to go, like, first turn Tormented Hero, second turn Pain Seer, and then waits until turn three or four to Thought Seize. I mean, I'm assuming you have some other stuff that, it's gonna, that you're going to do in this deck. Yeah, you just have to draw your cards in the right order. Yeah. They don't. I mean, like, whatever you're doing you, on the third turn, there's going to heroes down. Then you look at stuff like the Hydra, where suddenly you can, you know... Get super big. You can get super big with that. So, here's the problem with that. A, if they haven't broken you up with the Thoughtseize already, you're still exposing a ton of resources straight into a hero's downfall. Sure. It's not like Hydra is, like, protection from heroes downfall. Right, no, it doesn't. So, Eidolana Blossoms. Playable, sure. One of the best Constellation cards. Quantum Fertility. It's probably the best green card. <laughs> I think it's good. I, I do too. Hydra Broodmaster. I like it. We were just talking it's, about, it's, I, I, it. I think it's a playable card. But you I don't play, love you it. play it in like a cohort of other playable green cards. It's sure. not like this. This thing is just like this would be the savior of your strategy. I don't yeah. think. Crowfix's insight. I think it's a playable card. I mean, twenty enchantments. Let's go. Yeah. But the, the, the problem with this card is, actually, let's think about this for a second. If you, you could just play Esper or Blue White with four divinations, right? What has a better payoff, divination or this? Divination gets you your fourth land. Correct. If you don't have your fourth land. This puts your fourth land at the bottom. Yes, it does. Yeah, this card might just be dog shit then. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I, I think it's I think it's gonna have a role in, in, certain, in certain decks, yeah. I think in I think if there's an Eidolon of Blossoms deck, you wanna play this. It's gonna draw you like six cards. So Eidolon of Blossoms, eight, 
Eidolon and Blossom, Corsair, Corfer, Cruise, Corsair of Crufix, eight detention spheres. We need this. Still, this deck has no way to win. There's no payoff. It's just like incremental it might, dirtling. It, it might, but it might be. It might be one of the like cards that like it might. It might be an, a coin smith. It might be something like that. That suddenly. You know, where you're, you know, you have Market Festival, which is fixing your mana, or other, or the Font of Fertility, which is fixing your mana, and then you're coin smithing them. So, I'm not saying no, okay? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I, I think largely encourage you to keep this card. What I'm saying is, when you look at a, a strategy like this, let's add together all these insane cards that nobody where, would... Where do you have the room for this card? No, 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 that's not the, that's not, that's my, my point. I'm like, obviously, if you put all these cards together, you're getting some substantial amount of incremental advantage, right? Tell me how you beat an Aetherland. Tell me how you beat a whip. You've got all this incremental advantage. How do well, you beat a whip? I, I, I beat a whip by playing. I play Detention Sphere of their whip, or I play Farika's, uh, Farika, the god, the god Farika. And every time they try to whip something, I just give them a 1 1 guy. Oh, so you're. What, what pips are we going to have in play that we're activating gods? Are we going to have enough pips to activate gods? Oh, we could certainly make sure we have enough pips. That's Sir, not going to be hard. You know what's an enchantment? What? Whip of Erebus. <laughs> Just in case oh. you're wondering. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh. Whip of Erebus. All right. And okay. it's, it's still tough. I mean, like... The man, the man is pretty brutal. I don't know how you beat... I, seriously, like, I, I have a hard time imagining you beating... Oh, uh, no. You know what? Detention Sphere is one of the best cards against Black Devotion. You have no game right now against a Blood Baron at all. Okay. Definitely can't beat an Aetherling. Okay. But you seems you could beat most of the other mid-rangey things, like decks that are reliant on Boros Reckoners and most mid-range gods, you can contain them pretty well. But I think you need to I think you need to have catch-up cards to regain life. The problem is most of you have blue, you could wrath. This is so much worse than just divination Sphinx's revelation though. Sure. But I, that's fine. Market Festival, you like this card. Block, Explosive vegetation, yeah. you called it. Nasty game warden. Uh, this is the loosest. Just the loosest. It's like those chicks that by. I think Satessin Tactics could be really good. I think it's a is that fight, fight, fight. Yeah, it's a fight, fight, fight. Yeah, I, I'll buy that cyborg card probably. Yeah. Uh, Strength from Fallen. You kept fallen. this one. I like the picture. I like the concept. I just don't think this goes into a deck. I mean, again, I think the Crufix is insight. The whip of yeah, I, I, You know what though. Uh, what if you, Monte like, Ellis is having you, a great series. What if you what if you have this in play? You whip of Erebos, a Corsair of Crufix back into play. It triggers this. It gets plus eight, plus eight, and haste, and you just back. Is that a terrible? Is that a terrible? I just be asking myself, what series of horrible life decisions did I make to get myself in this situation? Started with the green to do the top eight magic podcast. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Uh, Swarmborn Giant. I like this card. You like this card. See, I... I it's I, I guess so I, much better than a Hunted I guess Mumpus. I'm looking at it from a limited perspective where yeah. this card is nigh unplayable. It's not... It's just... I mean, they've got Mutavolts, right? But, like, to get past this guy with your Mutavolt, like, you have to you spend a card something? on it, sure. right? I think this card's good. Would you play this Unlimited? Yeah, probably. It's a, it's a great last card. Sure. Right? Like, what if I know this card's in my hand, right? And I'm just going to, like, play an attrition game knowing this card's... Is it is an enchantment? No, it's a creature. Giant. No, I mean, I, sometimes... No. Giants are enchantments. No, it's not. Um, What green card do you like the best? For sure the Rampant Growth is the I best I think it's card. the Rampant Growth. So what red card do you like the best? I like the Threaten. You probably like the Ophidian. I like the. I definitely like the Ophidian the most. I like the Ophidian second. Riddle of Lightning is actually excellent. Okay. Uh, what gold card do you like the best? Uh, Coinsmith. I, I like the Spider a lot. Black White God for me. Okay. I don't like Green. I know you like Green Black God. I just I just can't. I, I, I know it is a place. I just can't wrap my. I feel head like the Green Black God's gonna do good work. I like Coinsmith too. I think I, I, I'm just gonna vote for Black White God just to be sure. different. Okay. Um, what what black card do you like the best? Mindslaver for me. Really? Yeah. Wow, worst fears. I mean, it's so easy for me to imagine a situation where I'm casting it. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, think about think about the applications for it. Like, I don't want to wait in line for the new iPhone, but I control your turn and then I make you go wait for it for me. That's awesome. That's how that card works, right? Yes or no? I can't believe you're looking up. Brain Maggot's pretty good. Brain Maggot's probably... I like Doomwake Giant. That's what I was saying. I was calling him Worldwake Giant. He's 4'6". Yeah, 4'6". He's six. got a good body. And he, and he does a lot of hard work and Yeah, he does a lot of work, yeah. Uh, Extinguish All Hope is okay. It's expensive, though. I think oh, Gnarled Scarhide, Scarhide might be really good. I think, by the way, I've come up on Krim, King Makar. Yeah. Like, I know you didn't care for this card at all, but I, the more I've thought about him, the more... Like, I think the blue-black... You know who likes this kind tech? of card? Who? You know who likes this kind of card? Who? Just name three cards. Put three cards together in deck. <laughs> Everyone likes the Master of the Feast. I don't. I don't like him. I don't like it at all. I want my opponent to play it. Yeah. You know. So, can you imagine also just like any kind of pacifism? She's like ridiculous. Any, that woman is ridiculously beautiful. Any kind of pacifism on this? Yes, I can imagine. But I was busy looking at that ridiculously beautiful. I think Silence of the Believers might be really good. Oh, is this the? Uh, Kill a bunch of things that are similar. Yeah, yeah that's, it's a good card. I like Worst Fears the best anyway. Okay. So, I think Silence Blue is probably the best card, though. Yeah. Oh, no, the, I, I think the, the Mesmeric like, Fiend is really I good. I think Gnarled Scarhide is going to have the Actually, best card. Actually, Gnarled Scarhide is probably the best card, yeah. Uh, blue card that's going to do the most work. He's also Battlefield Thaumaturge. I, I, I actually think Battlefield Thaumaturge. I think you're going to see a red, white, blue standard deck with, battle, with Battlefield. These blue cards all stink. What's the, what's the uh, what's the three four guy though? He bounces himself, right? Yeah, the Riptide Chimera. Yeah. The blue blue is not Stinky. great in this set. Uh, Hall of Triumph was the only artifact Bleh. selected. White cards. What do we got? Reprisal. I Ram. like. I love next week's Ram. Um, Eidolon of Rhetoric. So there's a deck there, right? There's like the... I think Deicide's probably the best white card. No, but there's that... What's the RR3 flip... Possibility flip. Storm. Yeah, so Possibility Storm, so you, Eidolon of Rhetoric is a, is a lock. Correct. Your opponent can no longer... Neither can you. Neither can you. You kill them on board. So the way it works is whenever you play a spell... If you have an advantage, you win the game. If you have an advantage, right. You play a spell, either of you play a spell... You flip until you hit a spell in the name type and play it for free, but because of the idle out of rhetoric, you cannot play that. So if you, you also if you spell. have like a, a blind obedience, that's you can you can trigger the blind obedience and sure. train them to death. Sure. Uh, actually, don't burn a cherry here. That card's just good. Vanishing light is clearly the best white card. Sure. All right, that is the What's end. What's the best card in the set? I like the threaten. Really? It's so good. I gotta say, I feel a little... You know... I, I'm I'm super excited about drafting the set. Yeah? But I'm a, I'm a little... Uh, lukewarm on the Constructeds? I'm a little lukewarm on the Constructeds. I mean, you're... I was, I was much more excited about it coming into the... I mean, the it's not review. Theros, okay? Right. Like, Theros is so strong. Coming into the set review, I thought there were going to be a lot more cards that I was super excited about. But I feel like... I, I, and, and there may be more than I'm seeing right now, but I think some of the linears are going to need to pay off. Yeah, I mean, like, the gamble on linears is they got to pay off. Right. Like, they're just... There's not an Archmound Ravager in this set. Right. There's not a Goblin Warchief in this set. Right. And Eidolon of Blossoms is, like, the biggest thing to pay And it costs four for a 2-2. It costs four for a 2-2, right? Like, if it costs four for an 0-4, like, that would be better. I mean, I just, like, compare that to Goblin Ringleader. It's way worse, right? Right. Yeah. The amount of the amount of mana you require in order to get payoff on this card is really substantial. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's a lot of playable cards. I think, I think we're going to see. A lot of playable cards. I, think, I, I, I think the threat is absurd. I also think that the first deck I'm going to make out of the gate is probably going to be a Grixis deck with the art for, with the guy who plays free sorceries, Riddle of Lightning, Blast of Genius, and Worst Fears. First deck I'm building is I'm taking the blue-black Hidden Strings deck and I'm putting King Makar in there and just going up to, like, multiple Springleaf drums. You're just, just like, on. full-on fool, right? Yeah. Like, I am, no I am, reason to you. Yeah, I'm just going to just destroy people with this. That's They're the first gonna, deck I'm going to build. Did you see that graphic? I think Adrian Sullivan put it up first, but I, I shared it on Twitter. Just, like, what deck should I play in Legacy? 
You no, see it's, this? No. It's awesome. It's like, what section I play in Legacy? It's like, why do you want to play? Like, to have fun. Uh, you know, because I, you know, because I want to win games. It's like, it's like one of the options is because I hate people. It's just like, <laughs> who do you hate? Is this like yourself or others? Like, <laughs> yourself. Play Doomsday. Others. Like, who do you hate? Like, other players or judges? <laughs> so, <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so it was pretty awesome. So, you know, you you hate others, I guess. You want to play this? Yeah. All right. I do. So, um, Brian David Marshall hates others. I love everyone. Yeah. I mean, I've already told you that I wish ill upon Other professional athletes and, and, and the fans of those athletes so, who don't play for teams that I like. Who's winning tonight? OKC or Grizz? OKC. I don't Durant, even... Durant's going to have a monster tonight. So you think he's gonna total? Think, he's gonna LeBron James this series? Yes, I think like, Durant. I shitty think, first three games. I think Durant I come, think, at, come out as the MVP of this I series. I think Durant is gonna just monster try. I mean, did you see the headline in OKC today? I did. Unreliable. Yeah. He's uh, gonna. Let me ask you a question. How many games did it take the Grizz to beat them last year? <laughs> because the Durantula had a better team last year. I, I just I, I get that Tony Allen's a great defender. I don't believe... I not even that. I don't, the Grizz just beat them last year. I just don't understand how Durant can't just, like, hold the ball a foot over Tony Allen's head. Yes, he's six foot eleven. I mean, Tony Allen's such a tenacious defender. Yeah, he's, he's so good. So, I, it, so I, 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 I don't know that the Grizz aren't going to win, but I think OKC's winning tonight. Winning tonight. But then, then you're picking... I, then you're just thinking that, like, OKC can't win on their home floor in Game 7? That's just not going to happen. They might. I was just saying I wasn't, I wasn't getting that far ahead. I think, I think Kevin Durant has the single best play of the playoffs, right? That off-balance, four-point play, three-pointer. I mean, it, doesn't... Don't several people have that play this play? Not for four points. No, there were... There have been, like... There have been, like, six four-point plays in this He's playoff. He's, like, flying into the stands. So this guy at work I was talking to me is like, no. The best play of the, of the playoffs so far... It's fucking Vince Carter with the miracle three. That to was beat a, that was a pretty miracle three. I mean, I, I, I remember like sitting in bed, like watching this 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 thing, like on my. Like, sorry, I'm sitting there with my iPad, or right? I'm not really allowed to watch basketball like on the TV. So my my wife is like, you guys are watching sports, blah blah blah. Pay attention to your children. It's an afternoon game, right? I'm like, honey, it's 30 seconds left in the game. I'll go take out the trash, or whatever you need me to do. Blah blah blah. Let me watch the last 30 seconds. I'm sitting here thinking, like, all right, nice game. Grindy game, a little too close. We got to last 1.7 seconds. What's the worst thing? Ah, oh, fuck, these guys need how to... De- they need to learn how to defend the three. How many times... How do you defend that three? Because LeBron James and and Ray Allen burned them on it in the playoffs last year. They were they were supposed to win so know, many games. I don't know who defend... That particular Vince I'm, Carter falling backwards... Off the glass. Probably fouled him too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, watching the tape. I mean, like, I don't know. Oh, wait, so the Nets game, what's so insane, that last play, if it hadn't been a backcourt violation, yeah. it would have ended on a three-point goaltending call with the Nets winning. Really? Yeah. So so the ball gets, it's like, they just heave the ball up yeah. from beyond the half-court line. Oh. And some guy just, like, the ball's coming down, and he just smacks it away. goaltending. It would it would have it would have been goaltending. That was a goaltending. It was backcourt violation, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's top eight magic podcast. Of course, somebody would shout in. <laughs> but um, so, are we, are we gonna get a peanut butter burger? It's already like nine something. It's nine thirty. You want to get a peanut butter burger? Yeah. Let's get the one by my house. Is this Shake Shack like right that's, by my that's house? That's not very convenient for me. Yeah. I mean, so if we go over there, which we could, yeah. it's a fair walk, right? It's like yeah. 40 minutes from your walk. Yeah. And you're talking about waiting in line for an hour. This all, right. all right. All right. It's a beautiful. All right. This is the first beautiful day. Out yeah. There's in, no way we get in it like clean. seven years. But if you want a burger, we can go up here. There's lots of places we can get a burger. We go to Umami. I went there last night, by the way. It'll cost you twenty dollars for a hamburger. I don't know if I want it. Well, let's, let's It's really way. good. It's all right. So we'll walk towards all right, there. Let's end, but let's end this one. Why? No! Just keep going. Then we could just we could stockpile another podcast. Wait, in five minutes? Maybe. This is nuts. It's unrealistic. We're just gonna keep the, the set reviews <laughs> just dragging on while we wander the streets of New York looking for like a twenty dollar piece of ground beef. I mean, the burger I had last night had short rib on top. Oh, that does sound very good. I'm getting a different one tonight, though. I hope my wife isn't wondering. I told her I was podcasting tonight. 
I don't understand how my wife tolerates me. Seriously. It's like never home. <laughs> Maybe that's how she's tolerating. Sorry, she's gonna say you are best in small doses. Right. So, oh, so Nally Merchant concert I went to last week. Oh yeah, how was that? So, <laughs> to prep my kids to go, like I played them like all my favorite like Ten Thousand Maniacs music from when I was younger. You know, so this quote song in my head right now uh, is. Wait, I'm not sure. Is it south of here? Or no? It's this way. Okay. Um, it was like the entire 1989 album Blind Man Zoo was just going through my head for a week. So I played, you know, and my kids like some of the music, etc. So it turns out she just plays 2014 resettings of 18th century poetry. <laughs> just like some, sh- like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, public domain stuff from England, right? About giants and children. It sounds awesome. Yeah, but I mean, my, my so my sister like got me these tickets, right? So she she works at Carnegie Hall or whatever. She's like a little worried that like longtime Nally Merchant fans might not have been satisfied with what got played. Um, so yeah, it's very different. One of the songs is really cool and catchy, but for the most part, I mean, I'm really like itching to experience the music that I loved so much right. when I was a bit younger, and it's obviously not what happened. So have you uh, have you heard of a singer called Lydia Lovelace? I have not. So. Uh... There's an article about her on Grantland. She's like a country artist. Yeah. But she's billed as the anti-Taylor Swift. Well, why would I like that? Because she's like super talented. She writes really good songs. Oh my God, you're going to go flying into traffic in a second. I don't think I could move you though. All right, there's like a bunch of people outside this place but I can't get in. This is for the Top A Magic Podcast. I'm Michael J. Flores. I'm Brian David Marshall. Bye.